BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode is super exciting. We are doing a little podcast swap with what we said, um, JC and Chelsea. I love them. I love following them on social media. I love their podcast. I had no idea we had such a crossover because when I posted in the Facebook group that we were recording together, so many of you guys were so excited. If you guys have not joined the Facebook group, you must do so. Um, link in the show notes. I almost forgot what that thing was called. Um, definitely do that. Also, little housekeeping. Merch is available again. I know we've been having problems with the Yeehaw merch showing up. By the time this episode goes up, it should be up there. I'm so sorry. It's on like Amazon's back end, I think. Yeehaw merch will also be there, but all of the merch is available if you guys want to go shop it. Again, it's on Amazon, linked in the show notes below. Okay, so what I've been up to. Um, this was a nice three-day weekend. It was rainy and so cozy. The weather app lied to me, said it was going to be rainy all week, and I was over the moon excited because if you guys know me, I hate the sun, love the rain. Doesn't make sense. I know. I live in Dallas and then like LA. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make sense. I know, but I love the rain it's just the best thing ever um newsflash people it is not raining at all this week now but anyways we had a nice rainy memorial day which like obviously normally you want to be at the lake or like on your rooftop or at the pool or whatever but um that wasn't really gonna happen this year so i was really pleased with the rainy memorial day i have been working a lot on my den as we know the projectors up we've made some big moves actually the day this episode goes up we are getting a lot more in for it and it should be like pretty close to being done um it's really incredible you guys need to follow my instagram because it's all of these updates and it's just honestly really incredible i made tiktoks of the transformations and i think i am half of the views because i just keep watching them because they're so pleasing for me to watch um I also oh my gosh set up my whole pantry so I turn this Harry Potter closet under my stairs into a pantry and the before and after literally incredible I think I'm HGTV at this point um anyways go check that out <gasps> okay things I've been loving First off, my new den. We've already covered that. Wow, I'm not even going to talk about that in this because it's literally all over my vlogs and all over my Instagram and all over my TikTok, but you guys need to go follow that. Also, I have been loving TikTok and I've been posting so much to there. If you guys want to follow it, it's Kenzie Elizabeth Hay. Um, if you're a TikTok hater, just get with the times because it's actually so fun. Okay, but as far as like material items go, I got these 
outdoor voices shorts so like biker shorts i believe they're the seven inch ones i'm linking them in the newsletter this week you guys need to join the mailing list i'm telling you to join everything without just because i really need you to because it's super fun um but i have a mailing list where i share weekly my favorite products and so they're linked there as well and in all my vlogs but they are so flattering i just posted an instagram photo on them and they're great for running especially in texas because it gets hot here and like honestly the less clothes you wear the better off you are unless you want to have a heat stroke in the middle of your three mile run um that's just like not my vibe so i've been loving those obviously my kindle oasis i think i'm on book 29 at this point of quarantine it's really something um i've been posting book reviews and stuff on like instagram highlights for those of you guys who want um recommendations my ipad pro i feel like i don't talk about this or i haven't in a long time but i use my ipad all the time like i'm constantly taking it with me to like watch things or do whatever i'm doing answer emails if i'm not editing or doing schoolwork i'm doing everything on my ipad it's so helpful also something i've been loving doing lately is on sunday i will go on the app goodnotes a lot of you guys ask um what like journal app i use on the ipad pro and i use goodnotes that's the one i also have heard the most um the best reviews i guess about but it is incredible it's so helpful i use it for so many things but lately i've been making a menu um for the week every sunday i think i mentioned this last week but or the week before anyways it's really helpful as far as like grocery shopping obviously i know grocery lists are not like monumental but making an actual menu for the week is really helpful it saves you a lot of time you don't have to think about what you can make or even go on websites even though those websites where you can put everything that you have in your pantry and then it'll like tell you what to make that those are incredible but this just kind of saves you that time beforehand um, if you're like really getting ahead of the game. I actually just got a slow cooker. It comes in tomorrow. I am so excited because I'm trying all these new recipes. You guys know me, Chef Ken's or Martha, whatever you want to call me, you know? I have been listening to The Morning Toast so much now. I never thought that that would be something I'm into. I don't know. I love those girls. I love the whole family. Um, Margot is actually coming on the podcast in two weeks. We um, recorded and I, I'm obsessed with all of them. I think that they're just the coolest people. I think Jackie is the prettiest person in the entire world and so freaking cute and I love them and I watch it like all the time I normally have it on my tv as I'm cooking or whatever and it's just a good vibe you know I started off with the redheads book club and I loved that and then I, I went over to the morning toast and I think I'm a toaster now like never thought I would be into it but I'm like so into it and I love them as for shows you guys will be very proud of me to know that I actually did watch normal people I'm the worst about watching shows I actually just started Outer Banks like last night and I'm gonna try to finish it as soon as possible I think with this din and the projector it's really gonna help me actually watch shows because like I have a space that makes me want to do that and my couch is so cozy like the whole room is just the coziest thing ever and I literally I had a movie day yesterday and I just watched honestly I ended up watching YouTube videos but it was still incredible we actually also watched Selling Sunset yesterday um and their office is literally right around the corner from Hot Pilates so it's just like funny to watch and basically it's like a reality show it's kind of like like a real housewives vibe ish meets showing you these crazy houses in LA. It's on Netflix. It's so fun to watch. I'd seen it before, but we watched it again. It was really good. Anyways, back to normal people. I liked the book. I actually really liked the book. It's Maddie from OK Citizens, like favorite book ever. So she told me to read it. I really liked it. I felt like it was the most realistic book ever. I kind of hated the ending just in the sense that I wanted a different ending. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but also it was just so realistic that it's crazy. And I feel like Honestly, I just want to say credit where credit's due. This show has done such a good job with actually like following the book, even to the point where like 
like dialogue is the exact same i was just really impressed by the book um i felt like they did a great job and it was really good um it's really racy and like there was just a lot of sex scenes honestly oh also um i did start watching real housewives of dallas the other day um i need to upgrade my hulu account at my house because i was at my mom's but um i am going to watch because i just feel like it's like a rite of passage like i need to see the show you know what i mean if any of you guys have seen it please start a thread in the facebook group i need to hear all about it so without further ado we're gonna get into the episode it was such a good episode we talk a lot about just work guilt and feeling like you're not doing enough especially in quarantine feeling like you aren't enough just confidence and um just so many things like i love them um i think you guys are really gonna enjoy it we also talk about tiktoks and the secrets of tiktok because these are the tiktok queens themselves so i'm honored to have them on we also recorded an episode on their podcast so that should be up soon be sure to go check it out but i love you guys so much and let's get started Really quickly, I just wanted to talk to you guys about one of my favorite sponsors on this podcast, Saqqara. Grocery stores are so crowded right now and also extremely picked over. So with Saqqara, you can just stay home, stay healthy, and strengthen your immunity with fresh, delicious meals delivered straight to your door from Saqqara. I have been avoiding grocery stores like the plague and I'm working from home. So I want to have healthy, fresh meals ready. I really don't like taking a lunch break and then spending like two hours cooking my healthy lunch. Like that's just not really my vibe. So Saqqara is a nutrition company that believes wellness begins with what you eat. Their signature nutrition program brings the transformational power of plant nutrition to your home in the form of fresh, plant-rich, ready-to-eat meals. Made with organic ingredients and powerful superfoods, each meal is expertly designed to boost immunity improve energy support gut health and digestion and get glowing skin i got like three days worth of meals sent to me from sakara and let me just tell you my experience was heavenly it was incredible they have them marked off as like thursday breakfast thursday lunch thursday dinner so like you literally do nothing besides maybe heat it up like it was the easiest thing ever and they're actually really healthy meals i find with a lot of other services like these they're just like unhealthy and whatever and sakara was so healthy i felt so good so energized i just i'm literally their biggest fan i think it's the best thing ever it's great right now for working from home just because one like i said the grocery stores are so picked over and such they give me anxiety to even think about going and then two it just saves you so much time and you can really focus on your work at home because you already have so many distractions anyways from hearty salads and nutrient dense granolas to savory flatbreads and seasonal fruit parfaits their ever-changing menu of creative chef crafted meals makes clean eating delicious all of Sakara's meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. In addition to their delicious meals, Sakara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. So right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their order when they go to sakara.com slash I love you or enter code I love you at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash I love you to get 20% off your first order. Again, sakara.com slash I love you. Okay, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to have you guys on today. Um, the Cannot TikTok wait. stars of 2020. Truly, That's you really us. are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you know what I was thinking about today? Um, we literally met in the bathroom of our studio. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did so briefly. I missed the studio, to be honest. Oh, I know, same. I miss the whole everything about it. Okay, but for anyone who by chance doesn't know you guys, can you guys give a little one minute bio on yourselves? Yeah. One minute. One minute. Wow. Okay. We have to give it on each other. On each other? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Cute. It's I'll so give, giddy. I'll I'm give like, it, 
I'll give it about Chelsea first. Okay. Chelsea is a holistic health coach. She, it, this is like harder than I thought. I'm like, what do you even like to do? Cool. Um, <laughs> she's like, what are your gifts or any talents you she, have? <laughs> she is plant-based. She loves vegan food. Um, you like walking your dog. She's a big animal lover. She has a great Dane. What else do you like to do, Chelsea? You really need to help me out. I've known me for 10 years. I'm stressed. <laughs> okay, well, I'll go, I'll go for you. JC is a content creator. She is started out as a photographer, now content creator, has a YouTube channel, successful Instagram and TikTok. And we now teach a balanced boss course together where JC teaches about business and I teach about health. And it's a great time. JC has a toy poodle. She's been married for four years. And <gasps> buried? Oh my gosh, I thought you said like the toy poodle has been buried. I'm like, no, what? Married. <laughs> married. Buried. And yeah. We have the most important thing to note here is that we have a podcast together. Yes. And that's our baby. It's what we love the most. We've been doing it for two years. It's called What We Said Podcast, and it's a great time. And we're also with your media, just like you. So And even more importantly, we met when we were freshmen in high school and we literally have been best friends all through high school. Not just like, oh, we were friends and we like reconnected. Like we were best, best friends in high school. I yep. was worried and you guys were going to forget here. the podcast. I was like, wait, guys, don't forget <laughs> the most important part. Do you yeah. guys ever fight? Like, have, have you had huge fights during this time or no? We're like getting very During real. this time? <laughs> no, uh, 10 years. During the 10 year period. We've talked about this before because not not like... We've never had a falling out by any means, but we're like sisters because we get annoyed with each other and like we've traveled together. We're with each other all the time. But it's like, again, yesterday, for example, we were with each other literally all day. And then we were on the phone at night for two hours, just like talking about nothing. So it's like, it's hard for us not to get annoyed with each other and just like little things that we do. But yeah, we've never had a huge falling out. Overall, that's my knowledge, at least. I'm like, interesting. <laughs> no, we honestly balance each other out really well. Like we have kind of we're very similar in a lot of ways and very different in a lot of ways. And I think that we're able to balance each other out. And like, I don't know, we just get each other really well. So we we genuinely it's like you said, we're like we fight like sisters where we get annoyed with each other. But we've never had like a huge issue where we are not friends for like a long period of time or something. Mm -hmm. I think it would be alarming if you guys never had any sort of like you know, I think that's like normal and healthy yeah. and like natural, you know, totally. OK, so we're going to go into hot seat. I have my first question that is my favorite. OK, best purchase you've made under $100 in the past six months. OK, Jace, you go first. OK, I'm going to have to go. Uh, this is a hard one, but I'm going to have to go with my ice roller from Amazon. Wait, it's I, something. I just got one. OK, continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you used it yet? Yes, and I love it. I love it. It's like, I think it's $12, around $12. And basically you keep it in your freezer. I really want like a skincare, like freezer situation that I can keep it in, but I just keep it in a bag in my actual freezer. And then you can use it every morning and night for like two minutes and you just roll it all over your face. It helps so much with like inflammation and even acne and stuff. Like you can even roll it on an active breakout. If you have a zit, you can roll it on it and it just like, Soothes helps it. it yeah and soothes it and like calms it and it just really feels like you're you know like you're doing the most for yourself like you're at a spa or something I feel like it's just such a simple and affordable way to like boost up your skincare and just make you feel really bougie mm -hmm. I love it that's great um I need to get one actually you yeah, should have got yeah. me one for my birthday I told you I was <laughs> going to but instead I got you a mad happy sweatshirt <laughs> okay mine 
I'm torn between two. So, and I always do this with these questions. I'm sorry. I always, I'm like, oh, I have three. Yeah, that's literally me. Yeah. So the, the first one is actually toilet paper because as we all know, when this, you know, craziness hit, toilet paper was like, for some reason, the trending topic. And there's this company, it's called Real Paper Co. on Instagram. And it's real as in R-E-E-L. It's bamboo toilet paper. And for every roll that they sell, I believe they, or maybe every subscription, I'm not sure, they give a sanitary, like reuse, like something toilet or like biodegradable toilet to someone in need, like in Africa. And so they're a really amazing company in general. And their toilet paper is, like I said, bamboo. And it is soft for those wondering because I have used it many times, but it's a subscription. So like the box of toilet paper comes to your house and you're paying for like toilet paper and also helping other people. So it's just a great all around, you know, thing that they got going. The second very quickly is Brow Flick by Glossier. Have you ever tried that? Yes, yes. Agreed. Obsessed with it. It's like the best eyebrow product I've ever used. My brows are so bad right now that like I have to use clear because they get so bad. Like I obviously haven't gotten them done in like two plus months. So I have to use clear stuff because if I use anything that's tinted it just like highlights how bad they look so I like can't use anything I have to only use like really cheap clear stuff because if not it just it just doesn't look good okay number two what is your go-to karaoke song we got asked this on another podcast actually and I froze up mine is always Amy Winehouse song like give me rehab give me Valerie Taylor Swift's always a, like a fun one, but you got to do like one of the more upbeat ones. What's the one you said last time that I agreed with though? For, it was by Fergie. Oh yeah, Fergalicious is always a great Fergalicious one. Because you can really come one. through at that fast rap yeah. and really like throw people off. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. My cousins and sister and I grew up, I, I'm like age six. I'm at my cousin's house watching Fergalicious movie, music video over and over and over again for hours at a time like we knew the rap i was six i think like i was so young i, I can fully still rap it to this day yeah oh 100 percent. fergie was everything to me when i was younger everything literally everything big girls don't cry oh wow that music video I that's thought. when i fell in love with milo whatever his name is milo venton something 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 have you ever seen the music no. video for that i don't remember oh. <laughs> okay anyways next one what do you think is the most like valuable piece of content you consume so that could be valuable in whatever way you want like your favorite person to follow or like maybe your favorite podcast like something that you don't miss a post a podcast a video whoever's doesn't matter can also just you know think outside the box a good one wow that is a really good one i feel like honestly skinny confidential is just my queen like i really love their podcast so much because i do feel like it brings so much value During this time, I've been kind of looking for like more easy listens. So I haven't been as like updated on the recent episodes because they're all like more tactical. I don't know, like things that I mean, probably should be listening to them (laughs) still. But I really love just like all her recommendations. And I love following along with her. Like she's one of those people who never makes me feel like it's like she does so much and she's so successful, but I never feel like sad or jealous or like insecure anything when i see her post i just like love her i don't know i yeah. agree i fully agree love i agree with that as well i would say that's one of mine as well mine for for most valuable content it's not that i never like i definitely miss posts or or even episodes but 
the plant proof podcast i don't know have you ever heard of it it's by mm-hmm. simon hill yeah yes. he talks all about plant-based nutrition and and just nutrition in general and all of his episodes are so valuable and just like give me so much knowledge and i just feel so much smarter honestly after i listen because he always talks to experts or he talks to influencers too who like have you know eat plant-based diets and bodybuilders who eat plant-based diets and neurologists and just like all these different people i feel like when i listen to his podcast i'm just like just so knowledgeable i love that anything that makes me feel smarter i'm like all about it yeah you know 100 percent. i've been really loving his podcast lately big fans okay i have quite a lot that i want to talk to you guys about the first thing that i wasn't even planning on this being the first thing but i'm moving it up because i think it is the most important during this time i know jc is a fellow three on the enneagram wait you're four right I'm saying yes, you ma'am. to Chelsea. I <laughs> like people are not realizing yeah. this. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think, I don't know, for me during this time, it's obviously, it's it, it, no surprise. It's a weird time for everyone. But I think it's also a time where I think I've actually, on one hand, I've actually learned that I don't actually mind a slow paced life as much as I thought I would. Like I kind of have enjoyed it and I feel like I've learned how to relax a lot more. But then on the other hand, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like I should be working on 15 more projects. I need to figure this out. And like, there's always this like work guilt. And I know that we have kind of like briefly already talked about just like overworking yourself and how to deal with that. But like, what do you, what goes through your mind? Like, where are you guys at right now? And then in like a workspace, are you also struggling with that? Like, where are you guys at? Yes, definitely struggling with that. We did talk about this a little on our podcast as well with you. And it's like, it's something that I've struggled with for a long time. And I just feel a lot of guilt or shame if I'm not getting so much done. And that's been a common thread for like a very long time now in my life. And it's very overwhelming at times. But I think like one of the main things that, I come to terms with a lot and like that helps me is realizing like for me honestly and I really wish this wasn't the case like and I even sometimes I'm embarrassed to admit that like when I'm scrolling on Instagram a lot or like following along with a bunch of people it really like fogs my mind and makes me feel like I'm not doing enough like there are certain people I follow or that I have followed in the past where they're just like working so much and it's like oh new vlog up today and new podcast and new YouTube video and I'm just like oh my gosh how are they doing all that and like they have the same job as me. I should be able to do that. And so then I start getting in this like really bad headspace. And something that I've realized is like when you really take them out of the equation completely because they should not be in your equation at all anyway, it like frees up so much space in my mind. And like it just eases my anxiety to realize that like what other people are doing has nothing to do with me. And like I just need to do my thing and like make myself proud every single day. And that's like a phrase I live by is just like, making myself make make yourself proud and it's like that's whatever it means to you and it's not it doesn't have to do with other people and so that's when something that I just have to remind myself all the time when I start getting in that headspace like I think it's good to try and be self-aware in those moments and I'll just be like that doesn't matter what I'm doing here's like the actual things I want to get do get done today being realistic and like not overworking myself to a point of exhaustion and like if I get those things done great And like, that's all that needs to be done today. And I've been like, just really trying to like nail that into my head, which is harder than it seems sometimes, but. Yeah, and we've we've talked about this, JC and I, that it's, it comes in ebbs and flows. And this is something that I struggled with so much and not necessarily in the area of 
you know, work per se, but I was like that about like working out and health and, you know, being the the perfect image of health. And so I, I feel that way in that area. And I felt that way years ago. And I like all through high school, basically, and college and like leading up to when I was like 20, basically, I had that pressure on myself. And that's something I had to work on so much. And so I have like gotten worlds of better in that area with health and with my own personal, you know, health journey. But just recently, I think especially during quarantine and after moving to LA and like there is such a good energy here. But like Jay said, it, it is easy to see other people. And even when I'm not thinking like, I'm not even being hard on myself naturally, like, oh yeah, I'm not doing enough. But then I'll see somebody else, like you said, like on their Instagram story, being like, I posted a vlog today and I did three TikToks and I posted three. It's just like, oh my gosh, like I have done absolutely nothing compared to that. And then you, it's very easy to then start feeling like you're not good enough or that you're not doing enough or I'll never be successful because I'm just obviously not putting in enough work. But th- it just comes in like ebbs and flows. Like some days I'll feel perfectly fine just taking a day off and being present and like that's when my good ideas come like when my you know I'm feeling actually productive and creative but then the days when I'm feeling I let other people creep into the equation and I start to compare myself is when I'm feeling not worthy when I'm feeling like I'll never be good enough like discouraged just all these horrible negative things that are draining my mental energy what do you think when you get to the point like how do you let go? Because so, for example, with health, like you can always be essentially with anything, you can always be doing something. So like working for yourself, mm-hmm. you can always be doing something with health. You can always be doing something. You know what I mean? Like, how do you mm-hmm. actually let go? Because I know that for me, that was a problem for a long time. And it was like, you know, we've talked about like working until like 3 a.m., like things like that. For me, it's like I'll make a to-do list and I'll, if I finish it a little bit earlier than I thought, I'm like, oh, well, I can add seven things on, you know? So like, what do you do to let go? That's a good question. And so I'm like, I'm still trying to figure that out. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're like, when you know, let <laughs> us know. Now, have you have you heard of the book, The Four Agreements? Yeah, I read it like in high school and I can, I, yes, I know like the gist and stuff, but I don't remember it like super well. Yeah. It's like those four, truthfully, it's like the best book I've ever read. And I recommend to everybody because the four agreements that he talks about truly, when you apply all of them are just life changing and help you in every single area of your life, especially for those of us who put so much pressure on ourselves and feel like we always could be doing more and we're not, you know, essentially feeling like we always could be doing more is always feeling like we're not enough. So the four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. So those four things, and it's a very quick read, but when you apply all of those into your life, I feel like it's so much easier to let go of that pressure and to just accept things as they are. And I, my favorite saying is, acceptance is letting go of your side of the story so like your narrative in your mind that you've just accepted as the truth is actually not the truth and so when you are like not taking things personally and and realizing that other what other people doing have has nothing to do with you and you're not making assumptions about others and yourself and you're not setting expectations and you're just truly doing your best there's nothing you can be upset about or there's nothing you can be discouraged about i also think like obviously like I really do believe that positive thinking is everything and like that your thoughts literally just create the world you live in. So it's like if you're constantly negative and ragging on yourself, then that just like manifests as the truth and like you really just do think that of yourself. But I think like Chelsea said, 
all of our moods are going to go in ebbs and flows and like our productivity levels and our motivation levels like you're just we're all humans and that's just how it works like you're never going to just be on this upward thing like you're gonna have moments and I think forgiving yourself for those like for me when I do like I'm on Instagram and I start comparing myself and I'm like oh like I just knew it and like my photo blah 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 then I like really sometimes just try to take a step back and I'm like just try and get real with myself again and like forgive myself for even like thinking that because I think it's easy to just then you start feeling guilty for even thinking that way you're like I know that's not even true like oh I'm just the worst and it's like okay I thought that thought it's just a thought bye I'm done with the thought like and then I'll even sometimes like go so far as to like write down positive things like the other day I literally was just like I was just struggling and I wrote down like why do I even do this job like why do I do social media what am I hoping to like give people what like why do I post all these things like what direction do I want to head in what are my goals for my platform literally after I did that I felt so like excited and motivated and I'm just like this is what it's all about is like just doing things that make you happy and again like I think comparison is such a huge killer of like creativity and motivation and that's like the number one thing that I feel like is the issue here is like just comparing yourself to your previous self your future self or other people a hundred percent. I think too, it's comparison. Then I also think like the antidote to obviously like kind of finding your worth in like work or literally any, whatever you find your worth in is like finding your worth in like something like bigger than you, like finding your worth obviously elsewhere. And that's like whatever that means to you. And it's so, it's so hard, especially with the world we live in. Like I think comparison is not a new thing, but it's amplified on social media. And I think it's been a little bit amplified during these times and in like a weird way it's like it feels like the world's on pause because there's really no such thing as FOMO right now so it's it kind of alleviates a little bit of that because at least it's like well I know I actually not even in a comparison way but it's like I know I actually couldn't do that right now so there's nothing I can Mm -hmm. nothing I can do about that but I think it's just like it's such a it's a like you're teetering on this line all the time because it's like this is still like something you're passionate about like typically what you're hard what you're dealing with that's like harder for you is also like what you're passionate about and what so it's like finding healthy ways to do that and like people don't just like teach you that in school you know it's not I feel like it's been so much like talked about so much more even in the past year alone whereas a few years ago like I don't even think anyone was like not that I don't think anyone was talking about this but I think that like compared to now it's like such a hot topic but it wasn't a few years ago you know mm-hmm. no definitely it's something that yeah, again, as a child, you almost learn the opposite of what you – of, like, unconditional love because you are you get grades. Like, all of these mm-hmm. things you get rewarded for that shows you that people will love you if you are pretty, if you look a certain way, if you're smart, if you're funny, like, if you're popular. So then you learn – you unlearn basically, like, coming out of the womb. You're at your most perfect, like, joyful. You have no expectations for yourself and then you just unlearn all that. And it's just like, okay, now I know that like love and acceptance from others is conditional, which is not the truth, but that's what we learn from other people. And then as we get older, and especially now, I, I, I agree with you that people are talking about it more so now than ever, that it's not, that's not the truth, that your worth is not coming from external things. It's already inside of you. And that's something actually we talk about a lot in our Balanced Boss course is Everything that you need is already inside of you. Your potential is already in you. You're not you're not trying to achieve happiness. You're not trying to achieve joy and peace. Those things are already inside of you. It's about 
getting rid of the things that's blocking you from getting in touch with that. Yeah. Like comparison, like, you know, negative thinking, all these other things that are just anger, frustration that are blocking you from feeling that inside of you. A hundred percent. I also think recently I almost I almost like put a name to this because I I'd never really thought of it this way. But I, I think even more than guilt it was like I felt some sort of like shame like even in the smallest things and this is so ridiculous but like this morning I literally could not wake up and I normally wake up and I go work out and I go do all my things but I was so tired like I don't know what it is this quarantine it's like we do less really like we're not like going out about but like I just have been so unbelievably tired in the morning like I cannot wake up and I do not know what's up but I think like then it's like, okay, I was supposed to wake up at seven. I wake up at nine and then I feel this like weird shame and it kind of shifts me for the day and I feel so like bad about it. And it's like, it's such a dumb thing because if someone, like if I see someone else doing that, I'm like, cool. Like it's not even a thought Mm -hmm. that I have, but I'm so hard on myself that I'm like, if I'm not like performing this certain way or doing this certain thing. And I, I think with me, it's like, I'm really hard on myself and I think I compare myself to like myself because in a sense, like no one would know what time I woke up. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm even looking at someone's Instagram story being really like, I'm just so like putting so much guilt and shame on myself when I'm like, that is literally so ridiculous. But for me, it's like in such small little habits that like, I need to give myself more grace for because I'm like, that is like literally the, not a big deal like at all. Also, if I'm so tired, like t- like sleeping is really important when it comes to exercise. So if I'm not getting enough sleep. I don't I shouldn't be exercise. Like it's not it's not good for you, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's yeah, crazy. definitely. And I, I think, again, like forgiving yourself for those like thoughts and just like moving forward, like something we talk about in our new course that we're teaching is like like this isn't the like day to day it's not the end of your movie it's not the end of your like you can change tomorrow you can change you woke up at nine it's like okay that wasn't amazing but like let's move forward like I'm gonna have a great rest of my day and like that doesn't mean like I'm gonna kill you know I'm gonna do so much productive work but it's like you don't have to let those things like linger in your mind for so long and just like make you feel that way like I completely resonate with what you're saying though because I feel the same all the time but I think it's about just like forgiving yourself for those thoughts and just being like okay, like I'm done with that thought. Like I was, you know, ashamed of myself for waking up that early, but really like, let's think about this. It's not the end of the world. It was two hours later than I had planned. Let's move on with the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, it goes back to this like narrative that we, cause I, I 100% agree with what you just said about, right. Especially this specific situation with, I am, I consider myself to be a morning person. Like genuinely my body just loves the morning. And I used to get up early and take my dog out on a walk super early. And I was always getting things done in the morning. And since quarantine happened, even though honestly, my routine didn't change that much in terms of like working because I work from home a lot anyways, my I've been sleeping in so late. My husband used to wake up after me and this whole time he's been waking up before me. And I've just been it's like giving me so much guilt, like secretly where I'm just like, what the heck? But it's that slipping into that trap of comparing yourself to your future self and thinking like you know oh I'm not successful success doesn't look like waking up at 9 a.m so if I wake up at 9 a.m which I've done a bunch of times during quarantine and I think okay if I wake up at 9 a.m I'm lazy and I'm not productive therefore I'll never be successful therefore I'm not worthy and it's like just this horrible spiral and it starts with like you said like something as simple as not waking up early because it just attributes to that narrative in your head of what you think success looks like and what you think it should you know be modeled after but it's just not the truth like you can you actually could wake up at 9 a.m and still be successful and still be 
a wonderful person. Yeah, I also think too with social media, another thing that just came to mind is like the whole age comparison. So it's like we've never really had this many people um, of this age group of like under 16 like blowing up and doing so well and all of this stuff because like what would they have done like you had to be a disney channel star before right and that's select few exactly. in the entire world so i think now it's like you look at people and it's like oh they did all this by 22 or oh they did all this by 25 and i think something i always remind myself of like if i get in a weird headspace is like it's like their story is not my story and like there's gonna come like i'm not gonna i wouldn't want that to be my story either like that's not how my life is meant to go but I think it's really easy to look at people who are you know my age or younger or whatever and be like wait but they did this or like someone will be like oh my gosh Kinsey you killed this and I'm like thanks but in the back of my head I'm like oh like it, it doesn't really mean anything to me for some reason not that I'm not appreciative of like what the people say in my life I am it's just like I will turn it to like oh well so-and-so did this three years ago it's not that big of a deal you know and it's like so yeah ridiculous. totally no I agree and like I think we just we do that in like every aspect of our lives. But the thing is, is like, well, not I don't want to speak for everyone. I, I mean, I have definitely done that in so many areas. But it's like something that always like is a wake up call to me, too, is that other people look at your life mm-hmm. and think like think the same like, oh, I wish I had that. And it's like, meanwhile, you're wasting your life thinking like, well, I wish I had that. And it's like just this endless cycle. And it's like, why don't we just all love and appreciate what we have, like no matter what it is. And like truly when you focus on the good, the good gets better. I really do. I really do believe that. And Mm -hmm. it's like when you focus on the bad, it gets worse. So it's it's hard sometimes. But like I think of that all the time, like even in high school, Chelsea would say like I was so self-conscious of like my body, like I wanted it to look a certain way. Meanwhile, in high school, I always thought Chelsea had the nicest body ever. And I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Like you're so tan. And it's like, meanwhile, she's wanting to be something else. I'm wanting to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, it's, let's just all love like who we are. And like you said, it's not your story. Like your story is unique and it's yours. And like, let's not waste our lives away wishing we were someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And it's like this really unhealthy, unending spiral that you go down. Some things that I do, like one thing that I was just thinking about that really helps me that I've started to do, especially during quarantine, but I was even doing before, if I'm in a really weird headspace, and this normally happens in like my midday slump, I'll be like weird, either either I'm anxious or I'm feeling a certain way or whatever. And I will just like go on a walk for like 20 minutes. And that, I don't know, I think maybe it's like changing your scenery, partly getting outside, like whatever. But that has helped me so much. Just like such small things that you can do to kind of like get out of that I also think in the same sense I'm like talking about all of this but for me the past two months have almost been a little bit like freeing in a sense of I always thought like I really really want this like crazy busy fast-paced life where I'm doing all these things and blah 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 and like while I still probably will do that and that's what I want I've realized that I actually like at the same time would which is where I never thought I would ever be fulfilled in this sense but at the same time I partly like crave like just not being a stay-at-home mom that's not the right way to say because I don't think I don't think I would be a good mom if I was a stay-at-home mom I think I'd be a better mom if I was working and like had something else but I think just even in the sense of like a slower paced life like I've grown really content almost with my routine for the most part obviously like you know highs and lows but I think I've realized like the things that I actually care the most about are not necessarily work related and I don't know even though it's like what I'm the most passionate about and I don't know if that's like 
quarantine and me just like kind of stripping down my life because it's become so simple through this where I'm normally traveling a lot or whatever or just like not really being in LA just like I think LA is like the most inspiring incredible place but it's obviously like it's faster paced in the sense of it's not even a fast-paced city necessarily but in the sense of like everyone's yeah. doing something you know and so I think everyone's I've hustling had, yeah yeah I've had some sort of like freedom in this like I feel like I'm really even been able to like kind of move from that and like care more about who I am. Like I think the most attractive people, there's one person in my life that I like love and adore and she is so confident and content and like who she is and just like makes everyone else around her really comfortable because of that. But it's like this such a welcoming vibe and like she's so not threatened by anyone or anything like that. And I think that that's like I want to be just like her. Like, that's such a good place to be. So I don't know. Just like word vomit that I just had. No, I no, love that. I really like that a I lot. I think in quarantine, a lot of us have gone through that where it's, I mean, we've even had discussions about this. Like, you kind of realize what actually is important in life when certain things happen. And 2020 has just been such a crazy, and I, again, I don't want to focus on the negative, but a horrible year so far. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like for everyone that I know. And so we've just had this discussion. Like, literally, the only thing that matters is relationships connection and like who you are these little things that we were so concerned about before this like you know the mundane things of life that are just like you said fast pace or you know getting these things done it just doesn't really matter at at the end of it all you know Mm -hmm. it's just like I don't know I think a lot of the things that I really maybe placed a higher emphasis on or prioritize more I think I've shifted my priorities a lot and I'm like yeah I'm finding that I actually feel fulfilled in certain things that I never thought I would feel fulfilled and I thought that I in order to feel fulfilled or content I would have to be like dying over work or when ex- over exhausting myself and stuff that like was never good but let's move on to your kind of routines during quarantine are you guys like sticking to your routine are you not um what are you guys doing We kind of talked about this on our episode with you like I and you kind of mentioned that you've had like two different sides to you during quarantine like super productive and then just not productive and that's really how I feel like I would say I have days where I do stick to my routine on those days I wake up probably around 7 or 7 30 and like get up and do my morning routine like do my skincare routine and make a smoothie and work out and then get ready for the day and like go about my day do all my work stuff start filming a YouTube video or TikTok or whatever and just like work until usually like 6 p.m. and then I usually try and shut it off and I'll watch Dance Moms, my recent obsession, or read a book and then I go to bed on my days when I'm not doing that. A lot of times I'll wake up like 9.30 and get out of bed and or actually sometimes I just lay on my phone for like an hour and then I'll get up and kind of follow a loose routine like make breakfast like everything's just much slower paced and then literally like at night I'll start getting anxious that I haven't done anything and I'm like oh my gosh like I gotta get going and then I'll start going crazy and you know falling back into old old unhealthy ways and then I get a million texts at (laughs) 10 p.m and then yeah and then I text and call Chelsea should we do this should we do that and she gets stressed out because and then I cry myself to sleep (laughs) I'm just kidding but yeah that's like my two different I, I truly like when you said that, I was like, that's literally exactly how my routine has been. Mm-hmm. Like just so, so all over the place. Yeah. I can relate to that a little bit. I Honestly, it's it's weird because so we, my husband and I moved out to LA end of January. So probably like a month before all the craziness hit. And honestly, it wasn't even quarantine that, that threw my routine off. It was moving. 
So it didn't help that we kind of went into quarantine right after we moved anyways. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get this great morning routine, get like going again. And, and anytime you move, it's just hard to find your new normal. And my husband and I have moved so many times. And so like you think I would be good at it by now, but I just didn't do it when we moved here. Something that I will not budge on is having a morning, like either gratitude or journaling. So we both use the Daily Stoic journal. That's really nice. It just has you like, it gives you a little prompt. So I don't feel like I have to journal a whole page or anything. And if I don't do that, I will literally just like roll over the days I'm feeling lazy and just type a note in my phone of a couple things that I'm grateful for. Because I know if I do nothing else that day, like that will make me feel, you know, more at peace and more present in the moment and just have a better day overall. I don't do it every single morning, but I would say like six out of seven days a week at least. And so now actually the last couple of weeks have been the time where I'm trying to get into a better routine in general, not just because of quarantine, but just being like in a new place and having a, you know, just completely new routine in general. So I've been working on my morning routine, getting it back to when I had it. Like before when we lived in Arizona, I had an amazing morning routine. I did every single day, exact same time, everything. And I was so happy and loved it. And so I've been trying to find that this more or this basically this month. And it kind of looks different, but ideally that would be like waking up and doing, like I said, like a gratitude practice or journaling practice, maybe reading something either whether that is from like the Daily Stoic or we have this thing for our church called Come Follow Me, which my husband has been doing in the morning and he hasn't told me that he's been doing, but I've been wanting to do it as well. Like he was being secretive about it. (laughs) Then doing a 10-minute yoga like stretch routine just feels so amazing. And my body in quarantine has been just holding so much stress. And like even when I think about my hamstrings right now, I'm just like, ew, it's just so like (laughs) tight and just holding so much stress. So anytime I've done like a 10 minute morning routine stretch thing just from YouTube, it's makes a world of difference. And then take my dog on a walk, you know, make breakfast and then kind of get into like responding to emails and setting a certain time for getting back to DMs and all of that stuff. And then kind of just having whatever day looks like after that. I have also recently gotten really into gratitude journaling. Like I had never done it before. Obviously, I'm really good friends with OK Sis, so we know all about them in gratitude journals. And so I mm-hmm. started doing it about a week, not a week ago, about a month or so ago. And it has really made the biggest difference in my mood. And I don't do it every single day. Like sometimes I forget. And I, if I forget and then I'm off a little bit that later that day, I'll sit down just like what JC, what kind of you were talking about when you were like, why do I do this or whatever? And I'll just sit down and like, write however many things I feel like I need to write that I'm grateful for even like the Mm -hmm. smallest smallest detailed things and it really has made like the biggest difference to me yeah it It just reminds you of what's good and happy in your life instead of focusing on the bad I think it's a great routine I need to do it more often yeah it like raises your frequency every morning just like gets you feeling good I agree and when you're feeling good you have good thoughts so very true sets off a good chain reaction Okay, I really want to talk to you guys about TikTok because I've seen all the TikToks, love all the TikToks. As a new TikToker, as of last week, I have become a little bit um, obsessed, like crazy. So just like a little bit like really (laughs) overly into it. What are your best TikTok tips? Also, who are your favorite follows? Like what like niche do you really like to watch? Is it everyone or is it certain types? I want to hear everything about TikTok. 
Oh, wow. So much to dive into. Here. Yeah, so much. We love TikTok so much. TikTok is the best platform right now. I just am obsessed. Okay, I'm trying to take TikTok a, tips. Yeah, let's go first with TikTok tips. Very, very unpredictable is what I'll say. Like, there's really no certain thing. Like, I've heard little conspiracies where it's like, you should post the video, get off the app, and just, like, let it go for, like, an hour, and then get back on it, and supposedly it'll get more views. But I don't know if I even believe that. Like, I don't really know Mm -hmm. if there's a certain formula, to be completely honest. I know one thing that is definitely helpful is using trending music. So putting songs that are trending with your videos. Again, there's tons of videos that go viral that don't have trending songs. So it's like, there's really not one formula. There's no recipe, which is actually frustrating, but fun. That's what's fun about it. Also, I think the other thing that I would say would be consistency. Like, I think if you're just, the more you're posting, honestly, I mean, not like 10 videos a day, but like I try and post around three videos a day. And I feel like the more you're posting, it's just the more you're getting out there and the more you're likely to get seen or one of your videos likely to like blow up or something. We have a lot of TikTok conspiracies as well because I feel like TikTok knows what they're doing in terms of they want it to be almost like gambling where it's like, you know that you actually have a chance of blowing up Whereas on Instagram or YouTube, it's like, okay, I know, if I, I know if I post a video, there's a very small chance it's going to go viral because it's just like, that's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. Versus TikTok, it's like you literally could just post a video of your brother saying something funny and you could go viral. And it's just like, what? Like, and then all of a sudden you gain a bunch of followers and all of a sudden you're TikTok famous and you're, you know, in the hype house. And it's like, what? How does that work? But I think that they try and get you, this is one of my conspiracies. When you first enter the app and you first enter the world of TikTok, you start posting for the first time. First of all, I don't know about you, but did it take you a while from like observing and watching TikToks to like actually posting yes. one? Yeah, mo- I feel like most people, they'll watch it for like a month maybe even. Oh, that's a long time. I would say you have to, you do have to like get in the, no- like there's a certain, there's certain trends that happen. Like I'll show it to someone who doesn't watch TikTok and they're like, what? But I'm like, it would make sense if you were like on TikTok regularly. You kind of have to like get it's to like know. It's like an inside joke. Yeah, you have to get to know the trends, and, like get to know how TikTok works. So I feel like you should observe and consume the content for at least a week before you post. Like just kind of getting into it and seeing, you know, understanding. When you ask about niches or like things that you can get into, I feel like there are so many different things that you like there are literally dentists on tiktok that are like giving you health like dental tips there are like plastic surgeons there are just girls who dance there are photographers artists it's like there are cooking videos whatever there are so many different things and like i love to just kind of do it whatever i want like i don't necessarily try to stick to a specific niche but i think the ones that get like saved the most we've we've from our understanding are like i mean sometimes it is just like a funny thing that happens to go viral but when you're giving recommendations like I've done like oh where I get my favorite loungewear like my favorite Amazon products and like I think those are more likely to get favorites which is more likely to get you seen a lot because people are like oh I want to save that for later I think anything that people want to save for later like a recipe or like anything they're like oh I I want to come back to that will get more attention I think Mm -hmm. yeah because again we've heard many things about like oh it's about watch time it's about how many comments it's about how many likes it's about how many shares and it's like we just actually actually don't know I think it's the watch time is the number one though I think that's what what we've like established really from talking to like some people okay so 
then in that you want to make it short you don't want to make it a minute but then that being said it's like sometimes jc's most popular video is a minute and actually it's two different videos that are both a minute yeah so. it's it's like there's literally no formula all of this everyone listening is like cool yeah we're like it. actually you're just but it's that's what i'm saying it's actually just like gambling so that's why everyone's so excited to keep posting content but my main tip for people and, and this is mostly for myself as well is to not be too obsessed with trying to do something that's going to go viral yeah the things for both of us that are like actually do well and are successful we're not trying at all we're just doing something that's like on the spot all the ones that i'm like should i even post that's kind of dumb i post and just does well then the ones i'm like this has got to go big and then it just flops completely so just being truly as i again the, the word authentic has been overused but it's true like just being completely yourself and not putting too much pressure because again no one knows how the algorithm works so even if you post a good one and it flops it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad video it just also they can they can like boost up later like i've had ones where i'm like oh that flopped and then like later down the road it gets like fifty thousand likes i'm like what like yeah. it just gets boost at a later time yeah there's I've no that with there's TikTok no recipe. specifically like that later on something will do really well and it, but it's been there mm-hmm. for like a month and it's like what mm-hmm. yeah so don't delete your videos even if you're like and eh, i didn't do that well just keep it up yeah it's so interesting okay last question who are your favorite people to follow on tiktok okay i have one and he is so funny his name is carter yeah his username is k-a-r-t-e-r-e and he's he lives in texas he lives in eastern texas i believe and he just makes the funniest videos honestly my favorite tiktoks give me like vine energy where it's just like not super calculated. It's just like someone either talking or just doing random things, just real life actually captured. And he just is so funny. I follow funny people. Like if you're funny and you got my vote, but I don't follow a lot of people who just do dancing, even though that's like what we do a lot. Yeah, I think it's like most of the TikTok content. I actually don't even follow that many people on TikTok because I just scroll through my For You page and I'll just like favorite a bunch of videos that I think are funny or like helpful. But it's rare that I honestly like go and follow someone. I don't really look at my following feed that often, which is weird because I feel like. But like that being said, there are two people that I feel like are good at giving like actual tips and like value and cute outfits and stuff like that are Brittany Xavier. She's like kind of pioneering this whole like fashion fashion vibe on tiktok but she honestly is creative like she'll come up with these cool transitions and stuff that i just think are cool so she's killing it and then another one is fashion lush i love all the tips she shares like she'll just share cute little like i don't even know like oh you should do this with your ice cream and i'm like wait i love that and it's like all so aesthetically pleasing and like i just like her aesthetic so she is killing it two people that I, i feel like are like killing it on tiktok with like adding value and like but that being said, so many of my favorite videos are just random, funny, viral videos that like, I don't even know who the people are and I don't follow them. I just think they're so funny. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Peyton? Peyton King. Yes. He's funny. He's so funny. I love that. He's another fave. I love Fashion Lush on TikTok. I'm like a big fan. Okay, so. She's so good. Sorry. Okay, so where can they find you? Okay, so my Instagram is at Smith. J-A-C-I Marie Smith. My Instagram's Chelsea Jade Curtis, and Chelsea is spelled with an S-E-E at the end. S-E-E? Oh, S-E-Y, sorry. It spells her own name wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chelsea. Okay, and then our podcast, oh. the most important one is at What We Said Podcast. That's our podcast we have together. And then we just started our new Instagram for our course that we're teaching about business and health, and that's Balanced Boss Course. 
on Instagram. Love it. Thank you guys so much for coming on. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I love you guys so much. Um, Again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a nice review, join the mailing list, check out the merch if that's something you're into. But I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys soon.